Chapter 12 Delia pulled the red Jetta into her driveway. She couldn't wait to take a long hot bath with her favorite jasmine bath oil, and then crawl into bed and take a long nap. She didn't want to think anymore, about anything, not about Karina, or about having to perform her song for the judges next week. If only she could stop picturing her ruined guitar, the cut strings, the disgusting decaying rat with his eyes sunken in its head. Who was the real rat? Delia wondered. Who was the rat who did that to me? Was it Karina? Would she really go that far to win? Delia picked up her purse and climbed out of the car. A light snow had fallen during the talent contest. She carefully made her way over the slick surface to the front door. Hey! A note, taped to the storm door with her name on the front in big red letters. It's from Vincent, she saw. She recognized his handwriting immediately. Delia tore off the note and unfolded it. I know you were awesome, she read out loud. I wish I could have been there. Let's celebrate tonight. How about Red Heat? Wow. Red Heat was the hottest dance club in Shadyside. Suddenly, Delia didn't feel the least bit tired. But what should I wear, she thought. My black suede miniskirt, she decided. With a black suede fringed vest over my purple lace bodysuit. And those funky red platform shoes I found at the thrift store. Perfect. But Brittany had borrowed her black skirt a few weeks ago and hadn't returned it yet. Delia turned around and headed back to her car. It wouldn't take long to drive over to Brittany's house on North Hills. She opened the car door and slid behind the wheel. Then she backed down the driveway and headed for Brittany's house. As she drove, she forced the ugly thoughts from her mind and thought only about Vincent and about spending a night at Red Heat with him. Delia parked in front of Brittany's and hurried up the front walk. She rang the bell. A few seconds later, Brittany answered the door in a chocolate-stained apron. White cake flowers streaked her honey-blonde hair. Delia burst out laughing. What are you doing? Aren't you and Gabe supposed to be studying history? Well, we're kind of picking chocolate chip cookies instead, Brittany admitted. She led Delia into the kitchen. Gabe grinned at her, his cheeks dusted with flour. What did you do? Take a bath in cookie dough? Delia cried. Uh, we had a flour fight, Gabe confessed. You weren't supposed to see, Brittany said. She stepped in front of the kitchen table as if she could keep Delia from noticing the bowls and measuring cups and ingredients scattered everywhere. We wanted it to be a surprise, Gabe added. He glanced at Delia and blushed. For you. Delia shook her head. What are you talking about? We wanted to make you feel better, Brittany explained. After everything that happened today, she scratched her nose and left a white circle of flour on it. We thought cookies might cheer you up. A lump formed in Delia's throat. Such good friends. You guys. Delia hugged them both. That's so sweet of you. Then she added bitterly. But... The only thing that will make me feel better is getting even with Karina. Oh, come on. Brittany patted Delia's arm, smearing flour on her blouse. Chocolate chips help everything. Yeah, Gabe agreed. They will even help you do great on your second singing audition. The oven timer chimed. He grabbed a potholder and dragged out a steaming cookie sheet. Wow, does that smell great? He used a spatula to lift the cookies onto a plate. Delia, you aren't really thinking about trying to get revenge on Karina, are you? He asked. His expression turned solemn. If you do, you'll be just like her. You're too good for that. Gabe blew on a cookie and then tasted it. Ow, hot. Besides, it would be dangerous, Brittany chimed in. Karina is really out of control. Brittany is right, Gabe said. Stay as far away from her as you can. Leave her completely alone, Delia sighed. You're right. I don't even know that she was the one who ruined my guitar. Have a cookie, Gabe said. Cookies solve all problems. On the drive home, Delia thought about what her friends had said. 
They were right, and she knew it. She had to stay calm. She couldn't start acting crazy like Karina. Tonight, I'm going to forget about everything but having fun, she decided. She glanced over at the bag on the seat next to her, the one with her black suede miniskirt in it. Tonight, I won't worry about the Conklin Award or college or anything else that will ruin my mood, and that definitely included Karina. Delia turned the corner onto Park Drive and gasped. Karina. She stood just past the corner beside a tall guy. A tall guy with wavy brown hair. Vincent. Vincent leaned close, his head almost touching Karina's. Delia slowed down to study them. They stopped. Karina wrapped her arms around Vincent. No, Delia cried. She watched them kiss, a long, slow kiss. With an angry cry, Delia slammed her foot down on the brake pedal and missed. She hit the accelerator. No! She spun the wheel hard as the car skidded out of control. It hit an icy patch and slid sideways over the snowy street. Delia's head whirled. She hit another patch of ice. The car spun again. She gripped the steering wheel tightly, fighting for control. The car picked up speed as it moved downhill. Delia saw the tree loom in the windshield. Then she felt the hard jolt, heard the crunch of glass and metal, and everything went black. Chapter 13 Everything went black because the airbag inflated in her face. Delia's head snapped back and hit the headrest. Then she jerked forward. The seatbelt dug into her waist. The airbag pressed down against her face. She struggled to pull in a deep breath. Delia! Delia, can you hear me? Someone yelled. Delia struggled to push herself away from the airbag. The car door swung open and Karina leaned inside. Karina gripped Delia's shoulder. Delia? she asked. Are you okay? Delia shook her head. She pushed her hair out of her eyes with a shaky hand. I... I think so. She strained to see the airbag. Is the car... It's not bad, Karina told her. You've got a big dent in the hood, and one headlight is smashed. Nothing serious, as long as you're okay. Where's Vincent? Delia stared past Karina. She searched the sidewalk. No sign of Vincent. I saw Vincent with you, Delia's voice cracked. Where is he? He went to call your parents, Karina pointed to a nearby house. Over there. Delia dragged herself out of the car. Her legs wobbled. Her fingers ached because she had gripped the steering wheel so tightly. But she didn't have any broken bones. She didn't feel as if she had a concussion or anything. Wow, a close one, Karina gazed at the tree. If you were going a little faster, that tree would have ended up in the front seat with you. A frightening thought. Delia turned away from the car and the tree. She found herself staring at Karina. I, Delia, and Karina began at the same time. I mean, they did it again. You first, Karina said. Okay, Delia agreed. I saw... She couldn't make herself say it. She couldn't make herself say that she saw Vincent and Karina kiss. The words were too painful. I saw you and Vincent together. I didn't know. That he's been going out with both of us? Karina finished the sentence for her. No, I didn't either. And not until a few days ago, when I saw your lipstick on him. I guess he never promised you he didn't go out with other girls, Delia said. No, he didn't lie. Karina's blue eyes flashed with anger. But he made it easy for me to believe what I wanted to believe. He should have told me. He should have told you too. He lied to both of us. I guess we don't have anything to fight over anymore, Karina said softly. I mean, we both know the truth about Vincent. Nothing to fight over, except the Conklin Award, Delia pointed out. It was true and they both knew it. Silence settled between them. Karina, Delia? They started to speak at the same time again. You first this time, Delia laughed. Color washed over Karina's cheeks. I've been acting crazy. 
I feel horrible about attacking you in the gym that day and saying those awful things to you. I totally lost it, I admit it, but I didn't ruin your guitar, I swear. Let's have a truce, okay? Delia studied Karina carefully. She appeared sincere enough, but with Karina it was hard to tell. She always looked like Little Miss Innocent. Okay, Delia agreed. That didn't mean she had to trust Karina completely. So, are you going to be all right here? Karina asked. I have to get home. Yeah, I'm fine, Delia said. I was lucky. She watched Karina hurry away, her blonde hair blowing in the snowy air. A few moments later, Vincent appeared from the house across the street and headed toward her. Delia's pulse sped up, the way it always did when she saw him. My truce with Karina doesn't mean I have to give Vincent up. We'll have a fantastic time at Red Heat. I'll throw him the best birthday party in the universe, and pretty soon, he won't even remember her. You know I wanted to go to Red Heat with you. It was my idea, wasn't it? But I can't go tonight. We'll go this weekend, I promise. Vincent held the phone away from his ear. He didn't bother listening to Delia's reply. He knew exactly what she would say. She would ask what could possibly be more important than their night at Red Heat. She would say it wasn't fair. She had a great new outfit picked out just for him. She would remind him what a horrible day she had, but it wouldn't work. Not tonight. Delia, Vincent interrupted. I can't get out of it. I'm really, really sorry. Vincent swallowed hard. Maybe this is a mistake, he thought. Maybe I should go dancing with her tonight. He couldn't shake the picture of Karina and Delia talking together. That afternoon, he had watched them through the window when he went to call Delia's parents. What were they telling each other? If Delia and Karina became friends again, it would totally mess up his life. Vincent shifted nervously against the cushions of his family room couch. I saw you and Karina having an intense conversation out by our car today. Karina didn't tell you. She didn't tell you you were going together or anything, did she? If she did, he drew in a long breath and tried to sound casual. If that's what Karina told you, then we really need to set things straight. Vincent shook his head sadly, the way he would if Delia were sitting next to him. She's obviously messed up. I mean, the way she attacked you in the gym, and the rat in your guitar. Vincent decided he needed to explain the kiss, in case Delia did see it. You won't believe it, what she said to me. When I ran into her on Park Drive, she grabbed my face and kissed me. She's pathetic. I knew it couldn't be true, Delia exclaimed. She did say you were seeing each other. I actually believed her. I must have been shaky from the accident. Vincent shifted the phone to his other ear. You don't need to worry about me and Karina, he assured her. He lowered his voice the way he always did when he whispered in Delia's ear. You believe me, don't you? Then let's go out tonight. You can convince your parents, Delia said. I can't. There's nothing I can do to get out of it. The carpet cleaners will be here first thing in the morning. My mom is going ballistic because all this heavy furniture has to be moved. You understand, don't you, Delia? I guess. Vincent could tell she felt disappointed, but at least she wasn't angry anymore. And you'll let me make it up to you, right? He didn't wait for Delia to answer. See you tomorrow, he added quickly, and hung up. Vincent felt a little out of breath. That wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, he admitted. She was really angry. She'll get over it. The girl next to Vincent snuggled closer to him. She always does. Vincent nodded. He forgot all about Delia and slid his arm around the girl's shoulders. He gave her a big smile. The Vincent Milano trademark smile. The girl giggled. She kissed him on the corner of his mouth. Vincent laughed. You're really evil, Sarah. Chapter 14 Nervous, 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 Delia mumbled to herself. She paced up and down outside the art room after school. Nervous. Have to stop being nervous. She hurried halfway down the hall to her locker. She dialed the combination and yanked the door open. 
She checked her hair in a little mirror hanging inside. She thought it looked good. With Pretty's help, she had braided it. The braid hung halfway down her back, striking, bold, very artsy. In one ear, she wore a silver earring studded with round red beads and long, thin stones flecked with purple. Perfect for an art competition. She reached for the spare tube of midnight wine she kept in her locker and touched up her lipstick. Most people wouldn't wear the deep purple shade with the bright red jacket and long red skirt Delia had on, but she wasn't most people. She loved the odd color combinations, and it would show the judging committee that she was an original. I'm glad I decided to do another self-portrait, Delia thought. In the new drawing, she wore the same outfit she did today. She had the same hairstyle, same earrings, same everything. She figured it would help the judges remember her. Delia slammed her locker shut and rushed back to the art room. Nervous, she mumbled again, glancing at the closed door. A hand clamped down on Delia's shoulder. She yelped and spun around. Stewart stood there with an embarrassed expression on his face. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. He followed her gaze to the classroom door. You next? Delia nodded. Karina is in there now, she told him, with the judges. Have you seen her stuff? She's good, he said. She does oil paintings of flowers and trees. Little teeny paintings. Nice miniatures. Beautiful. Beautiful. It figures. Delia knew she sounded jealous, but she couldn't help it. Maybe Stewart didn't notice. He smiled. I haven't seen your artwork, but the artist looks great, he said. Thanks, Delia murmured. The way Stewart stared at her made her feel more nervous. She shot a glance at her leather art portfolio. My work is good, too. My drawings aren't fussy like Karina's, and they're not at all like yours. Yours have all that detail, at least the ones I've seen hanging in our class. I'm babbling, Delia realized. She forced herself to stop. Stuart crossed his arms over his chest and leaned against the locker. He looks so strange in a sports shirt and tie, Delia thought. I don't think I've ever seen him in a tie. His tie reminded Delia of a sunset, soft colors, muted shades, poetry, and silk. He looks great, Delia thought. She loved his black, black hair and the cleft in his chin. But he still knew Vincent, she added to herself. Let me guess, Stewart said. Your pictures are wild. Real outrageous, like you. The door to the art room clicked open and Delia jumped. If we had time, I'd show you. She grabbed her portfolio and headed into the classroom with it. Then you'd know what you're up against, she called over her shoulder. Stewart caught her arm before she stepped through the doorway. We can go to Pete's Pizza after we're done. You can show me there. He stared at her. I, I can't. Delia gave him a quick smile. I've got to talk to Vincent and... Yeah, right. Stewart released her. His eyes turned cold. They're waiting for you, he muttered. Delia turned away and stepped into the room. The first thing she saw were Karina's beautiful oil paintings lined up against the wall. Then she saw Karina. Karina flashed Delia a quick smile. Delia forced herself to smile back. Then she studied Karina's paintings. Each tiny canvas showed a garden. Pink roses, yellow daisies, purple lilacs. So beautiful Delia could almost smell them. A surge of jealousy shot through her. Why did Karina have to be so good at everything? Are you ready, Miss Easton? Delia nodded. She didn't trust her voice not to shake. She carried her portfolio over to the judges. She placed it on the table and opened it. Purple? What was that smear of purple? Streaks of deep purple over her drawing. Delia gasped. She forced herself to move. Holding her breath, she flipped through the drawings that had taken her so many months to complete. Ruined. All ruined. All smeared with purple. Was it lipstick? Was it purple lipstick? All of her fashion designs, all of her portraits, smeared with purple. A low cry escaped Delia's throat when she reached her self-portrait. Dark purple lipstick blotted out the eyes. They stared blankly up at Delia. 
Two round purple circles. The lipstick had been ground into the canvas, gouging a hole in one spot. Underneath the drawing, she read a message scrolled in purple. Ha ha, couldn't you just die? Chapter 15 The judges stared at the spirit artwork. Delia? What has happened here? One of them asked finally. Delia's knees quivered. Her breath came hard. Can't you see? She screamed. Can't you see what someone has done to me? But how did this happen? Another judge demanded, shaking his head. What did they want from her? What could she tell them? With a hoarse cry, Delia dropped the drawings and ran from the room. She could hear the startled judges calling after her, but she didn't stop. She had taken only a few steps into the hall when she crashed into Stewart. Hey, what happened? What's wrong? He cried. My drawings. All ruined, Delia choked out. Huh? Delia turned and ran toward the stairs. Wait, Stuart yelled, but Delia didn't slow down. She shoved open the door and flew down the steps. She rounded the corner and skidded to a stop. This can't be happening, she thought. This can't be happening again. Karina stood at the end of the hall, huddling close to Vincent. Delia backed against the wall so that Karina and Vincent wouldn't notice her. I know I'm going to win. I just know it, Karina was saying excitedly. You should have seen the judges' faces when I showed them my paintings. Vincent leaned closer to Karina. He murmured something in her ear. Karina's face glowed. She kissed Vincent's cheek. Delia swallowed hard. It's true, she thought. Karina is a winner. She's standing there with Vincent. The judges love everything she's done for the Conklin Award, and they haven't even seen anything of mine. Some truth, Delia thought. Maybe I should drop out of the Conklin competition, Delia moaned. She flopped down on the couch in Brittany's living room. No way, you can't quit, Brittany protested. You have to tell the judges that Karina is destroying your work. But I don't know for sure that she is the one, Delia replied. Of course you do, Brittany exclaimed. Who else? I have no proof, Delia insisted. If I went to the judges and said that Karina wrecked my guitar and smeared all my drawings, why should they believe me? They'd throw me out of the competition. You don't know that, Brittany told her. She moved to the arm of the couch. A lot of people saw her attack you in the gym and I heard her threaten you. I could talk to them. Delia sat up. She unbraided her hair and pulled it loose around her face. Then what? She demanded. Karina gets kicked out of the competition, and everything is fine. That would never happen. Delia sighed. You know how crazy she is, Brittany. If she is doing those horrible things, what would she do to me if I got her tossed out? She would come after me. She would find some way to hurt me. Brittany chewed on a strand of her long hair. There's only one thing we can do, she said. Delia narrowed her eyes at her friend. What? she asked, her voice dull. We have to kill Karina. Chapter 16 Delia felt the blood drain from her face. Brittany's expression changed. Hey, I was joking! She grabbed Delia's arm and shook it. Snap out of it, I was joking! Just trying to get that gloomy look off her face. I'm not in a choking mood, Delia sighed. Besides, that was really sick. I'm starving, Brittany declared. I always get morbid when I'm starving. They made their way into the kitchen. Delia watched Brittany bound around the kitchen, rummaging through the cupboards. She pulled out plates, a bag of taco chips, a jar of salsa, and a jar of jalapeno peppers. She dumped them on the table. Then she grabbed some cheese and some black beans and rice from the fridge. At least the judges are giving me extra time to do some new drawings. And I already have some others I like almost as much as the ones I showed them, Delia said. I'm worried about you, Brittany said. She deposited the rest of the food in front of Delia and plunked down in the chair across from her. She quickly opened the jars. 
A few weeks ago, you never would have thought I was serious about killing Karina, Brady said. She dipped a chip into black beans and took a big bite. I know, but this is serious, Brady. Karina may be totally out of control. If she is doing these things to me, she might do something even worse. She might be totally crazy. Um, I'm really frightened of her. Brady stuck another chip in her mouth. Salsa dribbled down her chin, and she wiped it away with one finger. So let her win the Conklin. Everyone will know she had to cheat to get it. What good does that do me? Some people will think I really deserved it. Delia reached for a chip. Don't you understand? If I don't win, I'll be stuck in Shadyside for the rest of my life. Delia let the chip fall to the table. You're going to Ohio State. Gabe is headed for Yale or some other great school. Even Vincent is going to college, and his grades are awful. Delia sighed again. Don't you get it, pretty? she asked. I don't want to be left behind. If I never get to New York, I'll never become a fashion designer. And without Vincent... No, Delia told herself. I haven't lost Vincent yet. I know he cares about me. I'm not giving up. I have to talk to him. She stood up. I've got to talk to him, pretty, about us and about Karina. She headed toward the front door. You're going to see Vincent? Pretty cried, following her. After what you saw today? After all the lies he told you? Why? Why do you want to talk to him? Let Karina have him. They deserve each other. I can't. Delia stopped at the door. She wished she could make Brittany understand. But how could she? Brittany had never cared about a guy the way Delia cared about Vincent. You're great, Delia, Brittany continued. Lots of guys would love to go out with you. For example, Stuart or Gabe. Don't waste yourself on a loser. Delia yanked open the door. I have to talk to Vincent. I have to give him a chance to explain. I'll have a good explanation, Delia told herself as she hurried to her car and slid into the driver's seat. I'll talk to him, and everything will be fine again. Everything will be fine. She repeated the words over and over in her mind as she drove to Vincent's. She knew he would be home. Thursday was basketball night, and Vincent loved basketball. He would be in front of the TV. Delia parked in the street in front of Vincent's house. Everything will be fine, she repeated to herself. Fine, fine. But when she walked past the front window, she caught sight of someone sitting next to Vincent on the couch. A girl. Karina? No, this girl had dark hair. Delia's stomach clenched. Who is that? She hurried to the front door and tried it, unlocked. She slipped inside and quietly shut the door behind her. The TV blared. Basketball crowd sounds. Delia tiptoed into the family room. She squinted into the shadows. Vincent and the girl were wrapped up together. Get away from her! The cry burst from Delia's throat. Vincent and the girl jerked apart. Vincent jumped off the couch and Delia stared down at the girl. Her heart gave a hard thump against her ribs. Sarah, she cried. Chapter 17 Delia, hi! Vincent cleared his throat. He stuffed his hands into the pockets of his jeans. He licked his lips and darted a glance at Sarah. Sarah didn't appear nervous. She didn't appear surprised. She looked smug. Sarah? Delia repeated, blinking in shock, trying to blink her sister away. Is this a dream? A bad dream? Is Sarah really here with Vincent? Sarah stood up with her head high and her shoulders back. She straightened the black t-shirt she'd borrowed from Delia without asking. Hey, how's it going? Sarah strolled over to her sister. What is different about Sarah? Delia wondered. It didn't take her long to say. Her lips. Sarah's lips glistened with a coat of Delia's purple midnight wine lipstick. Sarah grinned. What's up? Delia bit her bottom lip. She didn't want to give Sarah the satisfaction of an angry response. Nothing much, she uttered through clenched teeth. Then she turned to Vincent and forced a smile. Right. Vincent laughed, but it didn't sound anything like his usual laugh. Sarah was just leaving, he said. 
He grabbed Sarah's coat off the brown recliner in the corner. The same place Delia always left hers. Vincent tossed it at Sarah. Your sister stopped over too. I know exactly why she stopped over, Delia said coldly. Delia walked into the hall and opened the front door. She stood back, waiting for Sarah to leave. It didn't take her long. As Sarah passed by, Delia grabbed her arm. She leaned close to her sister. You didn't think you would really choose you over me, did you? Even in my clothes and my makeup, you're nothing special. Sarah's pointy little chin quivered. Delia had meant to hurt her sister, and she had. Sarah marched out the door without another word. Delia slammed it behind her. She swung around and glared at Vincent. What's going on? Vincent lowered his head, his I'm-a-big-sad-puppy-dog expression. Delia let out a disgusted groan. That's not going to work this time. I felt sorry for her, Vincent said. I figured I'd give her a few pointers. I thought maybe then the sophomore guys wouldn't think she's such a geek. Delia rolled her eyes. Yeah, right. Vincent moved toward her. He reached for her arm. No big deal, so I gave the kid a break. You know I'm only serious about you. Delia slapped his hand away. Is that why you're kissing Karina in the hall after school? Karina? Vincent swallowed hard. I have to talk to you about Karina. So, talk. Delia crossed her arms and waited. Karina has this idea that I'm her boyfriend. I don't know why, but she does, Vincent said. I've been trying to figure out what to do. But you know Karina. You know how out of control she can get. What more can she do? Delia cried. She ruined my guitar. She ruined my art portfolio. You've got to talk to her, Vincent. You've got to tell her to back off. You... I will, Vincent replied softly. He reached for her again, but again, Delia pushed him away. Please, Vincent, she pleaded. Talk to Karina. Talk to her. Tell her she needs help. Tell her she's out of control. Tell her something. Vincent nodded. I'll try, I promise. And if it doesn't work, I'll talk to her parents. Vincent, please, Delia repeated heatedly. Talk to her before she does something really terrible. I'm so frightened of Karina. Do it soon, Delia warned, before it's too late. Surprise twisted Vincent's features. Too late? What do you mean? Delia took a deep breath. I I'm so worried about what she might do next, she choked out. 